This is like and they're off. We have no sound effects for the and they're off because my my yeah my beer's already open. Steve's drinking no. an extra thick milkshake. He's got some sort of a weird mixing bottle blender. Oh, you just spilled it all over your pant leg. Yep. Oh, oh, got protein all story, over. Story oh. of my life. <laughs> yeah, that's it. What happened to you? Uh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, yeah, it's exactly. Stay right there. I'll go get you a towel. Yeah, brown <laughs> goose stain. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> and Ow. to my left is... Oscar. And to his left. Steve. And to his left. The one, the only, Johnny Chrome. Back! Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, back. Back, uh, from, back, down back down from the tropics into the... Icebox. Back from, from sunny Florida. Down under. Yeah. So you're, you're what, 45 miles outside of Tampa? No. Uh, I'm about 45 miles due east of Fort Myers. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, like if you're looking at a map, look at Fort Myers and Lake Okeechobee and mm-hmm. draw a line between them. I'm almost exactly in the middle. Wow. Wow. Middle of nowhere. Middle of goddamn nowhere. <laughs> fucking bears and pumas and really? alligators. You're fucking kidding me. Nope. Like black bears, black or brown, whatever. Yeah, they're they're yeah North American. Bears and pumas and alligators. Oh my! I'm driving a lot. I went over to Fort Myers the one day when I realized that I was going to have to be down there for a while, and I right. realized I needed to pay bills. So I was looking at gameful for gameful employment. Yeah. So I rode over to Fort Myers, about an hour ride, give or take. Okay. Depending on the the way you go. Um, GPS. The GPS says it's thirty nine miles or something like that, mm-hmm. but it's it's every bit of an hour when traffic is on. Okay, all right. Um, and I didn't realize this until I got back, and my dear sweet mother goes, "Well, you know, that gets a lot better in summertime." Oh, because the snowbirds are snowbirds down there. go home. Yep. Yeah. She's like, it's down so you dangerous. Are you in LaBelle? I'm in LaBelle. You're in LaBelle. Okay, yeah. Did you? I pulled it up. Did you look at them and go, okay, halfway between must I, be... I literally did your instructions. <laughs> yep, I am in LaBelle. <laughs> LaBelle, is what, the LaBelle is where you'd have to be. Yeah, I'm in LaBelle. Yeah. It, it would be impossible LaBelle, yep. for you to be anywhere but LaBelle. Um, yeah. But I'm riding along... On the... On this... Caloosahatchee River. Yeah, right on the Caloosahatchee. Jesus yep, yep, yep. Christ. All right. All right. Which is not a small body of water. Either way I go, Yeah. if you go in, into town, there's a drawbridge. If you go the other way... And take the back roads to get over to Route 80, and go towards Fort Myers. There's one of these bridges that uh, that, are, that turns. Oh, I don't know what you call bridge. it. Is that yeah, spring bridge. Yeah. yeah, spring bridge. But uh, I haven't Sir seen Renee. any giant giant boats come through. Usually, by Renee, usually it's uh, sailing boats. Yeah, okay, you know, oh. the masts. That's oh, that's really something. But, um, yeah. So no, I'm the, I'm riding along. I'm I'm coming back, yeah. and I see a sign with an animal, a silhouette of an animal. Right. What the hell was that? So I see another one coming, right? I'm riding yeah. along. I see the sign again. There's really nothing behind me. I slow down real slow. Mm-hmm. I'm like, holy Toledo. And it is the outline. Uh-huh. And I took a picture of it, and it's going to take me a minute to, to find it's it. It's very funny because it's, it's Port LaBelle, f- because there's Port LaBelle along that river, um, which is very much like Patty LaBelle. Oof. That is a fucking panther. Panther Crossing. Fucking Panther Crossing. And I'm just like, really? That's fucking interesting. Uh, we are far enough north, at least. Right. We're, we're like right on the, on the tickling edge of the uh, glades, of the Everglades. Okay, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Around our particular area, there 
isn't the problem, but very mm. in near proximity, there's a lot of boa constrictor problems. Oh, really? Ooh. Because <laughs> humans have introduced this animal, yes, uh, this reptile, yeah, this reptile, yeah. to Perfect South Florida, rich environment, and there's nothing that really. No. There's it, nothing that can kill alligators. It can. I mean, right. it has it no predators. Alligators? Oh yeah. yeah. Boa constrictor. A boa, yeah. Oh yeah. Does it kill people too? <coughs> if you're slow Easily? enough. Yeah. If you're slow enough to find yourself in the grasp of a boa constrictor, you probably deserve to go. You know, that's that. That, that better be one of those Johnny Weissmiller Tarzan scenarios oh, yeah. where you're already in the quicksand. Mm. You know. <laughs> and then along comes the boa constrictor, and you're proper fucked. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I'm gonna. You ever think, why does Tarzan not have a beard? <laughs> he should, you're right. Anyway, I digest. <laughs> I mean, digress. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm riding along, and there's, I saw the bear sign before. The bear sign is up toward the Seminole Reservation. Okay. Uh, north Be careful of, the way you say that. North of Lake Okeechobee. <laughs> <laughs> you got Seminole. a reservation or just yeah. a tip? Just no. a reservation. <laughs> toward the, toward the, the place my mother likes to go play bingo. Okay. And I saw the bear sign. I'm like, all right, whatever, but... Understand bears, whatever. Yeah, I never fucking panther. Panther. I think it's hilarious as a panther crossing sign, because who taught them to cross there? And how many panthers would be cagey enough? They'd be like never the same, never the same place twice, right? Yeah. So that's yeah, that's pretty interesting. I don't understand why they just don't move the crossing. Move the crossing. So they cross somewhere else. So they'll cross at a more convenient place. I don't understand. Yes, but it's it's decent riding down there, even. you know, it is winter. So, I got I mean, family it gets, in Cape Coral. It gets Coral, down into the 40s so, sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Chilly. Yeah, it's, that's as, as cold as it's been while I was down there. Um, at the same time, it gets into the, you know, mm. on the nicer days when the cold, when the warm front's mm. through, it's, yeah. it gets into the <clears throat> low 80s in the winter. That's fantastic. It's going to be mm. interesting come summer. You can go down to beautiful, scenic Bonita Shh. Springs. Bonita Spray. I mean, there's there's all oh, kinds of cool geez, shit. I mean, there. it's a nice area. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I mean, I'm not going to be on perpetual vacation, but yeah. and Lake Okeechobee's you, fucking amazing. Bet, bet your hiney yeah. that that when when I get stressed out after work, I'll be riding over and yeah. watching the sun go down off Astero Island, exactly. and just yeah. chilling with toes in the sand and a beer or something. Yeah, you used to be able to do that. You know? That's good for that's good for your <laughs> mental health. Yeah, yeah. and um, plus you won't have all the Cleveland uh, pressure of ice. Forming on your own. <laughs> so, uh, just to give you an idea, last night at Porco, Stefan came into the bar. Um, we had our friend Kyle. She was DJing. Yep. Uh, in from uh, in from Detroit. <clears throat> she she brought her stack of records and was just having a goddamn. I'm gonna come to say hi. It was a full. It was a full Jay Dilla. I think her. I don't know why. No, she's, she's just fun. a cool person. She's, she's, she's super, super cool. cool. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just a full Jay Dilla respect session going on at the at the Porco, <clears throat> and having a great time. And all of a sudden, Steph comes back and he goes, "I gotta go, guys. Mrs. Porco wiped out." <gasps> well, the whole place is Ice Planet Hoth, right? Oh, right. So right, anybody okay. who wasn't yeah. paying attention, we had <clears throat> a a brief warming up period, and then we went. Like in the icebox, negative four degrees right after a big melt, and so everything in Cleveland was purely iced over. I took a, so she her she busted her knee open, you know, cracked her knee, bloody knee, etc. Got her all patched up, and it's just horribly icy everywhere here. Um, Day one, as soon as the whole thing launched, I was making the mail run and you know the bank run and everything else, driving the 
appropriately named Toyota Tundra, pull into our parking lot, which is an ice skating rink. <laughs> yeah. So what people that don't live here don't understand is salt only works above like 16 degrees. Below 16 degrees, salt is basically a joke, right? It just moves around on the ice. Yep. It doesn't do anything. It moves around something. Yeah. When you fall, it gets embedded it's in your life. <laughs> and and it hurts like, like hell. hell. <laughs> ball on ice. It doesn't help the situation at all. I get out of the tundra. I was so careful. You know, I've, I've cleaned all the snow off of all the vehicles. I'm being like a good dad. All the vehicles are running. So everything. Like, we were fully prepared for this fucking ice storm, right? We were prepared for this blizzard here at the shop. Everything was working. I did all the maintenance that, you know, a good 1920s father would do for his family. And I did it all. Well, getting out of the fucking tundra, go to shut the door, and my feet just went over my head. And I didn't land on the real estate of cheeseburgers that I paid for on my ass. I didn't land on anything that resembled fat. I, I landed on the bony part of my left ass, like hip bone. And just 100% of 212 pounds went on that like fist-sized spot where my entire body landed. I low-sided in my own parking lot <laughs> at zero miles an hour directly onto my hip bone with only, you know, uh, the finest sportsman's guide flannel line jeans to protect me. I have got a bruise that is the concentrated heart of evil on my left hip. You've taken a dive. James has taken two dives. Yeah, look at you. Your elbow's fucked. Yeah. 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 So you've gone down. Like, that's the thing people don't realize about the ice storms here. And I'm super careful. (laughs) That's the strangest thing. James crashed twice. Human. You know, he crashed Mm. as human. Mm. He didn't crash his bike or his car. He just crashed his personal operating system. (laughs) (laughs) He just crashed twice. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just that kind of a thing. And the, the moment of despair is when you've gone to all the trouble to try and clean all your snow and get everything cleaned up, and then the snowplow comes along and gives you four feet of new snow right over where you just shoveled or, or It's got whatever. the density of lead. And then it freezes. <laughs> yeah, this, this yeah. that last storm had a lot of... Our mailbox took it. Slushy yeah. Storm. Right in the hiney. Yeah, there's... And, uh, this is the weirdest thing. Rita called it's, the city. She goes, hey, I live down in Bennett Road. Snowplow mo- knocked my mailbox down. She goes, oh, hang on a second. Comes yeah. back. What's the address? Writes down. Okay, we'll send somebody out. And read it. Wife goes. To what? So you know what happened already? She says, oh yeah, your mailbox is down. There's a few on your street. All right. And uh, yeah. sure enough, you drive up the street and look. They're all the same because they're the ones the city buys. Oh, right? so they buy you oh. new mailbox. Oh yeah, they, they buy you new mail. But uh, oh, that's cool. They get you like a little tykes. Fisher Price. It's Playmobil? pretty much yeah, it. One of those classic. It looks just like the real. one we had, except the one we had was one of these where like it's a wide mailbox on top, and there's two paper slots. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, this yeah. one's a single, which okay, whatever, no big fine. deal. But you drive down the street. The point of the, the the point of the story. You drive down the street, and there's like at least a dozen that are brand new, no numbers on them, no letters on them, <laughs> that look just like that. I'm like, Freshies. oh, some plow driver got his ass reamed. Oh yeah, some plow driver Jeez. cost the city several hundred dollars with <laughs> the mailboxes. I just think it's funny that they got a policy that... Oh, yeah, yeah. The thing is, you know, those guys are working 18-hour shifts. Oh, God. And at the end, you're like... And I don't know if you've never been in a plow truck, but you're 12 feet up in the air. Yeah. 
and you can't see remotely any part there's of what's no happening. There's no flags. There. There's no yeah, nothing. Just, well, just they have, they have the poles on the end of the, right. the plow, but right. that yeah. doesn't yeah. really There's happen. no... Yeah. And plus, no frame of reference. you can't even see the edge of the road. And, you can't and see and the that curve last storm, yeah. Four hours with a 42-inch snowblower. And I, I did mine in my neighbor's yard, but right. it took Jeez. me four hours to yeah. clear the snow. It's, uh, it's a battle, and I always make it a point to do my neighbors as well when I can, if I can, if I can do it. We've got the big snow thrower here, we got the big, the big unit here, and we got the smaller one at my house because we don't get nearly as much snow on the west side. But it's just, we're coming out of it now. We're gonna have in a couple of days, we're gonna have 45, 50 <laughs> 40, degree 50, weather, yeah. which is hilarious. Yeah. yeah. But, better because all my plants are frozen up. Well, everything. So they said uh, wood ash borers are. Yeah. This might be the only thing that takes out the wood ash borers, the the ash borers, uh, beetles and stuff. So oh, really? Yeah, they're saying this cold, <laughs> cold temperature might give us a fighting chance to not lose. I'm hoping it kills yeah, a bunch of the oh, vermin too. Ash, ash borers. Lakewood's going to have a bunch of open real estate. Hey. <laughs> so, uh, according to the Wall Street Journal. In an interview with Harley Davidson, the motorcycle company has said that they expect sales to remain weak throughout the 2019 year as they await the results of their new growth strategy that is bringing for, that is focused on bringing in new and younger riders. Uh, Good luck with that. Yeah, I can tell you that at the motorcycle show here in Cleveland, they we did not get to experience the new Harley Davidson ADV bike. No. We did not get to experience anybody who he was even willing to talk to us about the live wires. So, no. you know, that's that's one of those players to Boy, be named later. The one guy did talk to me about the live wire. Oh, yeah? He told me that the one live wire that Harley Davidson has, what? he said the one live wire that Harley Davidson has yeah, was right. out in Vail for some X Games or something. Oh, really? It Doesn't it snow in Vail? Yeah. But that's where it was. That's where the one live wire is. is it was if it was veil. It was right. someplace. I think that's where you're right. yeah. so where the X, X games are. All right. So, it's X so the guy was really cool, and yeah. I, I, you know, I had his car. He was a, he was a cool guy, right? And he was the only one in the whole Harley booth. He was a, a local, well, a dealer semi-local guy. dealer yeah. guy, right? Sales guy, and he so he uh, could break the cone of silence to speak, right? With right. <laughs> and he, I, I was asking about the, and he said, well, the one. Live wire that exists is available, like in, at the X Games, and he said that we should be we should be getting one like in May. Well, boy, that's a that's, yeah. That's, that's what he said. That's so. from zero to maximum dealer fulfillment in very little time. I mean, because it's shipped, February right now. We've Jeez. shipped the only one in captivity. To represent us, I at know the, X the, Games. the dealers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're trying to breed them. They better but breed them. They don't breed them well in captivity. <laughs> um, they're saying fourth straight year. They're saying uh, they're saying that we're going to have the fourth straight year of lower sales in the United States, according to Harley Davidson. So that's uh, they're saying that they do have every intention of introducing a total of sixteen new motorcycles by twenty twenty two. So 16. it's a real. I mean, this has but been a that tough. A, that's not a good strategy, though. Uh, if you I think your sales are going down and you're going to inter- you're right. spending all that right. money and trying to introduce sixteen new models, yeah. and when you say that on the the fourth year in a row of deplete diminishing sales, unless one of those models is just an absolute killer, I mean, a complete market changer, um, that's a, a tough place to be in for the motor company. So, uh, just a yeah. just a heads up that. 
they're announcing to the public that they're on their fourth year of losses. Um, we have done a lot of our auditing around here too, and we can tell you that 90% of the Vespa dealers in our district, our group, are down. We are in the rare minority that's up, and we're way up. But that's also because we shut down our east side store, and I'm over here now, and it's a little more of a better environment for us. So I'm celebrating the fact that I don't have to drive 110 miles round trip every day <laughs> by selling more fucking bikes. The, uh, Just back to Harley for one second. Yeah, I do ahead. love that Harley you bought. Oh, the police bike? Yeah. Yeah, it's not boring. Like, I, mean, <laughs> I like yeah. the colors. I like the way it looks. I, I like the way it rides. It I like everything about that it bike. It looks cool. I like it. I, yeah. it's, the, it's the Harley that I wanted. <clears throat> I found it faster than I thought I would. I didn't expect to find it so quickly. I knew that I wanted a 13 or a 14. So, there you go. What? What you, what you, so what you keep this one? No, I never keep anything. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh. Well, the way you were talking it, there, I'm like, I'm going to keep it like for like planning to eighteen have months this one until I get that? bored with it, or twelve months until I get bored with it. I'll make it to be exactly what I want it to be, and I'll sell it. It's the same rule with everything. That's that's, that's one Harley I would consider buying. What's that? That's one Harley I would consider buying. You can have it next. It's a road yeah, king. Exactly. It's a road king. That's exactly. That's the I, have same, another, I have something else in mind. That is yeah, the I same like bike as that <laughs> flamed bike that yeah. was in here. Really? For the most part. It is. The handlebars are way flatter. And that's and that is, I'm going to tell you, from an enjoyment standpoint, <clears throat> the road king that was in here, the bar location, the setup of the bike, had the beach bars on it. And it just wasn't fun to ride. The, the rider positioning was no fun. You were reaching down to the bars. Mm -hmm. And this, with the law enforcement handlebars, is very much the bringing the bars back to you. Hey, Chris Smith! Hey! The, uh, so cool it, hat, is a, it is a totally different experience. <laughs> Those look like, just, just from looking at them, yeah. believe it or not, that looks like Electroglide Bend. I'll bet you it is. It looks like sure. the same bars that are, it's why I'm that attracted are to it. hiding under the Batwing fairing. Yes, exactly. <laughs> hey, man! What's yeah. going on, buddy? Good to see you. And that's exactly right. I'm sure those are the bars that are... Hello, Chris Smith. Hello, buddy. I'm sure those are the bars that are hiding under the Batwing fairing. Because when you sit like on the motorcycle, mean. especially on the police seat, you're sitting in a beautiful vintage riding position. It's very non-stressful. And that was my only complaint with the flamed Road King that we had here, was that its riding position was very dumb. Like, it yeah. hurt my back to ride it. So this thing, it has the police riding position, so I kind of dig it. I enjoy that. So, uh, Chris Smith sold a bike. Chris Smith did sell a bike. And what? boy, did you <laughs> fucking just make somebody's day. That kid came in here and he's just fucking happiest dude in the world. He should be. He got well, a hell of a deal. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and and it's funny because uh, he was asking about the bike, and I said, well, it's out the motorcycle show. Go take a peek. And apparently he didn't. No, he didn't. And uh, <laughs> he comes back and says, well, I want to see the bike. You know, I'll give you $1,000 for the bike. Right. And he said, well, 1200 and it's yours. Yeah, exactly. And he calls me the next day. I said, well, it's up at, uh, at Pride of Cleveland. They got nothing to do with it, but, you know, I'll right. take you up there to That's see it. That's where it's living. And uh, so he comes up, and honest to God, I'm glad I listened to this podcast enough and listened to Phil <laughs> bemoan yeah. the the complainers that walk in the door. Be a better buyer. So I tell the guy, hey, <laughs> have you sat on it yet? No. I said, well, throw your leg over it. I mean, I feel it. You know, I'm trying to get him to, right? <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, this is cool. And I used to do CBs when I was in Texas, and I'd flip and blah, blah, blah. Mm. So the guy says, uh, <laughs> says, you know what? 
I got a thousand dollars in my pocket right now to give right. you. Yeah, I said, "That's wow. a good start." Yeah, I, I said, "That's a good start." And you I said, "It's twelve hundred bucks. What do you want right. to do? Right. Find two hundred more and then two says, uh, Yeah, you're so close. Almost, I can taste it. There. <laughs> well, so, so what I said was, I said, uh, "I said, look, it's it's twelve hundred, but if you can't make it, I gotta head back to the office. I'm out of here. You know, have, see ya. Yeah." And nice I start. Thing. I start to turn around. I said, "No, no, 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 no." Yeah. He says, "Look, I'm at a thousand. You're twelve. Why don't you meet me at eleven hundred? I said, "I said I told you you're at a thousand. I said twelve hundred, and it's yours. Right. That's what I said. Yeah. So it's yeah. twelve hundred. If it's too rich for you, yeah. I understand. You made the mistake <laughs> of thinking this was a negotiation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I said. I said. And I said I got another guy right now who yeah. wants to give me seventeen hundred. Right. But I'm honoring my previous commitment to you right. at twelve hundred. If you don't want it, I get it. Right. No worries. I'm I'd be happier here. if you fucked off right now. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. So of course he had the twelve hundred in his pocket. Of course he did. I said, <laughs> of course. Okay. I said, here's the good news. I says, Renee and James can help us do the paperwork, it's all right. yours. I brought the folder, here's yeah. the title. Adios. Exactly. Yeah. Adios. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. He's... But Chris Smith also sold another bike. Oh really? Seven fifty. Oh, yeah, that was great. I got that guy going. Did <laughs> yeah. you tell that story? Yeah, uh, we had a customer. Uh, we had a bunch of our bikes in the motorcycle show, and uh, about 18 bikes in the motorcycle show. And um, the, the secret was you're not allowed to advertise them for sale there. So you just kind of be vigilant, and you watch when you see people drooling. Then you run up and you're like, that's for sale, by the way. And this particular guy who's a hoot and a half, the guy's hilarious, and his, his wife is put together in the nicest possible way. For the mileage, uh, with she's, surgery, she's surgically put together. No, no, that's what I like to call good craftsmanship. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's a that's a quality restoration. Yeah, and uh, so yeah, the see the seventy five CV seven fifty in uh, Freedom Green uh, was sitting up there, and we've had that bike forever, and we've sold that bike three times to people that didn't honor their commitment to buying it. But you yeah. were over talking to the three people about the zeros. Yes, yes, yes. yes. So yeah. I'm sitting at the yeah. table, and the guy kind of ambles up. And I kind of got my eye on it. He's got his wife next to him. And he says, uh, who's uh, CB750 is that? I said, well, that's Phil's over there, but he's busy. What, what do you think? I love that bike. I want to buy that bike. I said, yeah, I know. Right. Every, yeah. Everybody that walks by wants to buy that bike. Right. you got to have money, though. Do you, do, you, do you have money? Do you have, have money? And, and, and the guy says, yeah, I got money. I looked at his wife and said, is he allowed to buy this bike? And she starts laughing. Oh, that's fantastic. Nice. Yeah. You know what? And that's brilliant because the number one reason people say they're not buying the bike is because i got to check with the old lady. Yeah. Right? So and I'm, you run I'm well ahead of him already. So I looked at her. I said, is he allowed to buy this bike? And she says, yeah. I said, does he have money right now? She says, yeah. I said, okay, let's go talk let's to go Phil. Let's go talk to Phil. So, so, I, so he's right behind me. And I nice. said, hey. I said, Phil, is this bike for sale? Phil turns around and says, no. Yes, of course it's for sale. But that split-second no Oh, when I said stunned no, him. that guy pants. looked like you shot him with a tranquilizer dart. Because <laughs> so, I was like, he's like, is this bike for sale? And I looked at him and I was like, no. And the guy was just like, oh, shit. I'm going to cry a little right now. <laughs> yeah. And then you said yes. Yeah, and, oh. and so the guy said, well, how much? <laughs> Phil says... Seven or two, two, two grand. grand. I just said two grand. I'm like, and, look, I'm just. And the guy, the guy, the guy says seventeen. So it says done deal. Sticks out his hand. I said, wait a minute. I said, show him some money. Right. You got money. I want to see the money. Yeah. You know, because I'm so sick and tired of these 
you knows, yeah. walking here, t- kicking you tires knows. and shit. I said, come on, you know. Let's get it. Let's get yeah, it rolling. Let's get it on, baby. So yeah. I had the deal put together, <laughs> yeah. closed, and I handed it off to the hilarious. guy with the pen. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> Sign the papers with Phil. It was really funny it's because like somebody's bucking for a sales job here. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. so I, was tell, I was telling the story to James, and James was kind of shocked that I'm calling people out. Hey, you don't have money. I get it. You don't have money, but you know, don't waste my time. Well, and you get to see the heartache, <laughs> yeah, firsthand yeah. Yeah. of what we go through when we work in the Absolutely. show. Absolutely, but and I wasn't taking any of the bullshit. I, I said, <laughs> "Do you got money?" And the guy whips out his wallet, knows. gives you three hundred oh, or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Right, so, hey, all right, you're a player. Right. Oh, you're, yeah. you're a oh, player. Yeah. Okay, come on, man. And he showed up the day after the show. <laughs> That's why the mic's by the door. He showed up the day after the show, and he was like. He goes, I just wanted you to know I'm not full of shit. And he owns his own concrete company or something. You know, he's 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 a he's a he's a dude. And but he came in and he's gotten seventeen hundred dollars worth of fucking fantasy and love and joy and participation. An hour after I took his deposit, I saw him and his wife roaming around the show and they're walking past brand new Indian FTD floral arrangement delivery system flat trackers, and like he's not even looking at them. He's waxing philosophically about all the things he's going to do to this seventeen hundred dollars CD seven fifty. Now, I undersold it. Truth be told, I sold the bike for far less than it's worth. However, we've had at least two other people that have given us deposits on that fucking thing that then pissed off into the world nowhere. And I love it when he's like, he's like, I'm giving you a deposit, yes. And he goes, but I'm going to see you on Tuesday. And I said, I hope I don't. He was like, what? And I said, it's in my best interest if you fuck off and I never see you again. Because I got your money. (laughs) So whether or not I see you on Tuesday, that's just you. But for me... I'll, I'll put Chris on the case again and sell it again. <laughs> I've done my part. I'll sell this bike 15 fucking times. <laughs> let me talk to your wife. <laughs> right. I thought that let me talk to your wife is, is a great line. And can he afford this bike? Can is, he buy No, no. Yeah. Is he allowed to have this bike? Right. That's a great way to approach <laughs> that's a good it. Because, one, yeah. and, and that's so, great. And then, and, then, and then once they give you $300 yeah. and shook hands and all this other kind of stuff... He gets his wife over there. He's helping her on top of the bike, oh, and yeah. they put up in the center stand. He's taking her photo, and she's oh, yeah. smiling. I thought, all right. Well, no, he's a happy well, camper, yeah. dude. That guy's on cloud nine. He's he's wanted. Did he pick it up? No, it's sitting right it's there. Right there. Yeah. He'll probably pick it up over the next four or five warm days, but he's paid in full. So nice. Paid in full. He's a happy camper. Nice. Couldn't, couldn't be happier. So, nice. you know, and it's got fresh tires. It's got, like, everything on the bike is good. Yeah. So it's a real good example of a CB750, and he did steal it. You know, for seventeen hundred bucks, he stole that bike. But it's out of my life. Mm-hmm. It's four more carburetors closer to zero. And <laughs> well, yeah, you're it. you're getting down there. I'm getting yeah. down there, man. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Today I sold two bikes, and none of them had carburetors. So it's, <laughs> I, uh, I sold the uh, V-Strom 650, the adventure bike, and I sold uh, a brand new Vespa 300. That's with big GTS. So yeah, not bad for February first. So we're, we're still we're still on fuego. And, I got uh, a question from one of our callers. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> what? A caller for one of our uh, long time listener, first time caller. Yeah, yeah, long time listener, first time caller. He says, 
I'm thinking about <laughs> buying a 2016 Yamaha Zuma 125cc scooter with 360 miles on the odometer for 2400 bucks total cost in Clearwater, Florida. Are okay. you in Clearwater, Florida? What he is. <laughs> well, then go ahead and buy it. I mean, He says, you think right. Cleveland Scooter Shop can do as good or better? No. I said, Zuma? I don't have any idea. No, it would cost me more than that to ship it, even if I strapped it to the back of his service truck that's on its way most of the way there anyway. Is that that a good price? It's a fine price. And realistically, on all that shit, remember when you're buying a disposable commodity. Totally. So you're buying a disposable commodity. That would be anything that resembles a Chinese scooter. Maybe even a Yamaha scooter that's from China. If it's (coughs) under $3,000, if you keep it for five years, that's like 600 bucks a year. Well, shit. Hard to argue with 600 bucks a year. You certainly can't rent anything for that cheap. And you're in Florida, which means you're probably going to ride the piss out of the thing. Because you, know? you got yeah. a, at least a eight-month riding season. He lives in Oberlin. He, does? he lives in Oberlin. The bike's in Clearwater? They, they, they visit. Well, that's reserve, bad strategy. It's reserve it Circle. Yeah. Oh. oh. Yeah, I mean, fine. That's fine. Yeah. I still I, need to he's a, if I was he's spending twenty six hundred dollars, it wouldn't be on a Yamaha Zuma scooter. He's a shitwater guy. Mm. Yeah, I wouldn't buy. It. If I have twenty six hundred dollars to spend, it probably wouldn't be an Asian manufactured one twenty five scooter. Sure, it would probably be something a little more interesting because twenty six hundred gets you. Very close to a brand new Piaggio Liberty product that's going to mm-hmm. be better in every possible regard. And it also, and you know, taller wheels, going to handle the road a little bit better. It's going to be more adept at going 60 miles per hour, that kind of thing. So, for a little bit more money, and I mean a really little bit more money, he can pick up a brand new bike with a two year warranty. Uh, that's probably a little more, a little sexier and a little more. Better investment? Better investment. Probably yeah. worth more in the long run. Because paying 2600 for a bike that costs 2600 isn't really getting an advantage by buying it used. So if you if he buys it at 26 we know that the, those things drop off super fast. And I think 26 is pretty fucking close to retail. Okay. You know? Hmm. So I would say it's not a brand new bike. It's a used bike. So... Asian bikes don't hold their value very well. And we kind of see that. So a I bet you Kelly or Nada is going to say that that bike's worth more like 19 or 2. Okay. Yeah. So but the point being it's it's a bike and it's there and if it's what he likes the looks of and he likes the it's going to be fuel injected. Mm-hmm. It's going to have a hydraulic disc brake on it. It won't have ABS or anything sexy like the Liberty will. Um, <clears throat> here at our shop right now, you can pick up a fl- Piaggio Fly with fuel injection, bigger wheels, alloy wheels, like a lot more quality to it. We have a remaining 2017 that we're selling for like 2400 bucks brand new with a two-year warranty that comes with it. You'd be way better off getting that. So yeah. I think you'd be way better off getting that. But for again... F- for a few hundred dollars, I know somebody that might be able to deliver it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Put it in your goddamn driveway. Johnny's going that way. But the other thing about it, <laughs> the other thing that's interesting about that kind of stuff is you got to think about the, the fucking around factor. So if you just need a scooter, well, sometimes the bird 
in the hand is worth it. Yeah. Like, so if you just want like, dude, I want to ride a scooter. Are you going to use it for five years? Yeah. Then 2400 2600 isn't too bad because you're going to keep it long enough that a four or $500 price differential won't matter. But if you're really looking for value shopping, you're really trying to be careful with your money, yeah. Okay. A couple hundred bucks more, he gets a brand new one with a warranty. All right. I, so. got, a, I got a texted question, too. Oh, my goodness. It says, uh, um, what do you call a five-foot psychic that's escaped from jail? <sighs> a five-foot psychic that's escaped from jail? Uh, yeah. I got I, nothing. What you got? Small, medium, at large. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> a small, medium, at large. <laughs> That's brilliant. <laughs> so we've had the news. Now we're going to talk about that. I think that was a joke from, from Houlihan and Big Chuck. Yeah, I though. think you're right. <laughs> <laughs> and it's still funny. Here we go. When it first came oh, out. Yeah. Houlihan yeah, and Big yeah, Chuck. Not, Big not Big Chuck and Little John. No. I got bad news for the motorcycle racing community. Mm-hmm. Oh. One of our absolute icons of the in the world of motorcycling has has had a pretty bad uh, been involved in a pretty bad uh, accident. Uh, yeah. Malcolm Smith, conqueror of all things dirt, and I also think didn't he conquer uh, all things concrete? Didn't didn't he conquer uh, Cleopatra? <laughs> what was her name? The actress. Liz uh, Taylor. Liz Taylor. Oh, didn't he conquer Liz Taylor? Really goofy ass looking mouth. I don't know. Goofy ass looking mouth. No, that was Malcolm might have been Malcolm Smith. Forbes. Yeah, yeah Malcolm Forbes. <laughs> it might I'm, be I'm, different. I'm confusing my Malcolms. <laughs> One's balloons, the other's bikes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, because Malcolm Forbes did the Harley thing too for a while. He was like the first of the millionaire Harley owners. You know, he had inflatable like Harley blimp and stuff or balloon, hot air balloon. But anyway, yeah, There's Malcolm a- Malcolm Smith, famous Malcolm Smith Power Sports, Malcolm Smith Motorsports. You know, Death Valley racer, like I mean, or a Baja racer. Everything, like, man, dude, he's everything. I mean, Trials, Baja, he did climb, the Baja. He did it all. That dude won the Baja one thousand six times. Jeez. Now that is some Iron Man shit. Yeah. Uh, he won the Baja five hundred four times. Uh, he was three times, three times <laughs> Baja one thousand winner. There we go. On a bike, Jeez. like you know, a Baja one thousand on a bike it's is a not, bad motherfucker, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, he got taken out uh, aggressively uh, by a golf cart. Like, what? <laughs> by a, a golf cart? What happened? Well, was, was he on the pole and he's racing? Very to... fucking simple. Golfing's fucking dangerous, people. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. can get killed soccer. golfing. Have you seen Jackass? That's yeah, fucking dangerous, man. So uh, January 25th, <laughs> a few days ago, one thirty in the afternoon, uh... The Furnace Creek Golf Course out in Death Valley. Malcolm Smith is out there chasing a small white ball with some metal sticks around with his friend uh, Greg Lang, who's a bit of a uh, metals tycoon. You know, the man the man makes a lot of money in metals, uh, and uh, apparently uh, he was uh, behind the golf cart doing whatever it is you do behind a golf cart. Somebody told you that's where, usually. that's where they store the golf bats <laughs> yes. and the beer keg, right? Yep. So uh, apparently he was behind the golf cart, and Lang gave her full welly <laughs> in reverse. Downhill. <laughs> and apparently Uphill. ran over Malcolm Smith, Jeez. a man who survives everything. I mean, bouncing down the road at 140 miles an hour on the Baja Peninsula in a trophy truck or a motorcycle or whatever... 
The man got fucking run over, run over by a golf cart. So he's in bad shape. And uh, so we're uh, fingers crossed for Malcolm Smith. I, I, I hate it any time an amazing motorcyclist or an amazing sportsman or something gets taken out by something stupid like, you know, bicycle versus car or Nikki Hayden or any of this, you know, stuff. Uh, wow. It sucks. Wasn't there yeah. like a mountain climber, that like, that K2 guy that like slipped in his fucking tub and... Yeah, well that's... Yeah. I mean, one of those random... But the idea of being taken out by, by a golf fucking card, golf man, cart. That's, that's Should somebody screwing around through it in reverse? No, I mean, that's like... Yeah, that's like... That's fucked Yeah, up, that's like yeah. dying on a Segway. It's just... There's nothing cool about it. <laughs> yeah. There's you know, nothing, you know. High, the high-speed, low-drag world of golfing. And not even in a golfing related, and not in golfing wasn't even accident. Riding it, right? Yeah, this is what you do to get hit in the head by a fucking a, a drive or something. Right, you know? that would be something. You'd be like, well, yeah. there you go, yeah. right? Yeah. But this is the equivalent of dying bowling, but not from a bowling ball related injury, but like slipping on ice in the parking lot. You know, this is this is in the this is in the process of getting to <laughs> another hole. I thought you were going to say somebody clubbing you over the head with a pin. That could be it too, right? Getting run over to snack bar by some fat bro. That would also be a way to die bowling, yeah. No, but that would be equally as weird as this. <laughs> Choking yeah. on a peanut. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, our, you know, hey, we're we're hey, Malcolm Smith, man. That's a that's a tough thing because well, the guy's a goddamn motorcycle legend, and I hate to see a goddamn motorcycle legend go out that way. Mm. Have it say on his tombstone, nothing could kill him except golf. <laughs> Yeah, the eighth hole. The, yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> except, Con- except another wealthy asshole who doesn't know backwards from forwards. Conquered everything except yeah. AMF in reverse. Right, exactly. <laughs> Taken out by an easy go. <laughs> Not the way you want to go. Yeah. So that's that. Chris Smith just brought out a piece of paper. He did. He but he's going to have to wait because I have another piece of paper. Go ahead. Again, there's something along the order of 114 days left between now and the Manx TT. Manx. Well, it's big news. Uh, all of the pole position players, so all the guys who were the top three last year, are going to be back again this year. There was some concern over that, including Michael Dunlop. So Michael Dunlop, who has lost most of his family racing motorcycles. In fact, there's a Dunlop Museum at the Isle of Manx, uh, the Isle of Man, for that you know, you lose your entire family racing. And it's not like this family was like... give a museum or a cemetery? No, it's a museum. <laughs> yeah, it's a museum. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> and they didn't all die on the Isle of Man. But the Isle of Man has taken his share of victims. But, so, yeah, he's back. And, you know, he's an 18-time winner. Now, so 18 times. I would like to say, 18-time winner, it must be easy. <laughs> no, the 37.37-mile course that is the Isle of Man... Last year, the record was set, and last year's record was 135.45 miles an hour. That's average. Average. That means you're going over 200 in some places and over 100 downtown, where the obstacles are like the wall that's been there for 400 years, or the tree with the blood on it, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, It is... Oscar and I are going. We've got a we've got a third. We're looking for two, maybe three more people. If we could find a couple, a his and hers, or a his and his, or a hers and hers, that want to come. The reason is, 
House goes, hers and hers? Yeah. Right on, baby. Yeah. Well, here's why we say So the house that we've rented, the house that we've rented can sleep five or six, depending on how we load the beds. Right? But if we have two people that are willing to share one bed, we can get an extra yeah. extra person in there. So two, three. It's a right, exactly. Just stack them exactly. and rack them. <laughs> And if I'm waiting, I'm waiting to get the one call that's like, well, Phil, there's four of us, but we are totally okay sharing that queen size bed. Uh, yeah. And I'm going to be like, I love it. Discount pricing for the four of you. <laughs> you, get, you get 5% off. That's right. So we have a house. Kind of look like little Charlie's grandparents. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Willy Wonka. Here's, here's your candy bar, Charlie. So, <laughs> and you know what? That's the way it, it might works. be. So, But long and short of it is, we do need to get a couple more warm bodies for our house. So if you want to go to the Isle of Man, there's a little bit of a report I can give you. So uh, big, big news is you're going to have uh, John McGinnis is going to be racing for Norton, uh, the fire-breathing, awe-inspiring winner of, what do we say, 13? Yeah, something like that. Ridiculous. 24 wins. 24 fucking wins. The Isle of Man. He's going to be racing the new Norton racer. That's pretty badass. And we've got a house there for 10 days. You're going to spend about 170 bucks a night. And it's the, I, it's got to be the only the room only. left on the fucking island. Yeah. Period. Uh, We're less than a mile away from an amazing place to watch the race. We're less than two miles away from the actual downtown ground zero where everything happens, start and finish line of the race. That's a long tumble. It's a very long tumble. Mm -hmm. And we're on the outside of the... We're on the outside of the circuit, so when the race is running, you can go and do things. You know, you're not cut off from the world or trapped when the race is running. We've got a grocery store around the corner from our house that we have, and... Liquor store? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yes, we do. Conveniently located about... Ten houses from where we are. Stumbling distance. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Is the cheapest source of alcohol on the island. So that's good for us, too. So you can save a lot of money by staying where we're staying. Uh, We have room for, like I said, three people, ideally, if we can find a couple or somebody who's willing to share the bed. And then uh, it's not going to be tight. I mean, this is going to be a lot of room. This is a full-sized house. So we're not going to be sleeping on top of each other. We're not going to say, you know... There's your there's your eight feet of floor. Good luck. Uh, <laughs> we're not doing the pool that. Table. Right, yeah. sleep <laughs> under the pool table. Right, but yeah, that's the idea. And full kitchen facilities, full everything. So that's a uh, that's what we're set up for. You can still fly in, so don't bother trying to rent a ferry, get on the ferry or anything else. It's fucking full. They are gonna. They just announced that they've snuck in like two more ferries. They do this every year. They always bring in a couple more boats. To try and take some of the pressure off. But right now there are still flights available that land at the Isle of Man airport, the Manx airport. So um, you can get Ubered right from the airport to our house and it's like less than 12 bucks. So from a logistics standpoint, remember once you get to the island, you can watch the racing anywhere for free. We're going to be there for the last three days of practice. We're going to be there for Mad Sunday, which is when they let all the savages go out onto the racetrack. And the, the course is still running the other way. Uh, still, the course is still running one way. So there's no two-way traffic that day. So you can go out and watch idiots crash their bikes. And then uh, then the whole race week we're there. 
So we're not going to leave until like two days after the senior TT. So we're going to have a good experience on the island. If anybody wants to participate, get in touch with us. Because this is a once-in-a-lifetime thing. I do have the account confirmed that next year, for 2020, the Discovery Channel is going to be taking over a whole lot of this operation. And it's going to get disney So this may be the last time to see the down-and-dirty Isle of Manx. Mm-hmm. After this, it could become a corporate thing. Where I'm sorry, you'd like to go watch the race from that location? No, we've got that. If you'd like to go see that, you can pay us money to go sit next to that pub and watch the race. And that's what a lot of locals are worried about. Because having these big corporations coming in, mm-hmm. taking over the event, is going to take away its sort of rogue nature right now. Where people can just wander around the island and watch the race from any location you choose of, 30, of a 37-mile track where they're worried that this corporatization of it is going to add a lot more hotels and it's going to make for a lot more cramped environment, take a lot of the magic away from the event. So we're happy to be doing it when we're doing it. Get in touch with us if you want to go. Um, like I said, it's not, we're not saying it's a cheap event. It's not. You're going to be in Dutch to me for 170 bucks a night. If you do less than the full nine nights, we're going to do 200 bucks a night to offset the fact that you're not using all the nights. So that's kind of the way we're setting up our pricing structure. When we get there, though, you got a house, man. And you'll be one of the few people there that has a house at your, at your disposal. So real good thing for everybody involved. Uh, pretty excited about it. Anytime we start talking about having world records happening when in an event that we're going to is pretty cool. So that's a good thing to tell the So grandkids. how are you going to get 10 days off work? I know. Boss <laughs> a jerk. Yeah, especially in the summertime. So, you know, we're going to be there from... Uh, May 30th until uh, June 9th, essentially. So it's for me, it's a really, really busy time of the year for us. But anybody who can come on out, what we can tell you is we're going to have a very, very good time. And one of the guys that we've had added to our scene is a guy from Vancouver, Canada. He's going to be staying at our house. And he's actually gone to the trouble of having a motorcycle there. Wow. And cart before horse, he had the motorcycle rented before he had a place to live. He had, like... (laughs) <laughs> he had the bike lined up figured I'll sleep in the street if priorities, I have to. Man. Priorities, man. Priorities. Priorities, yeah. <laughs> so he had a bike lined up, uh, and he didn't have any airfare figured out. He didn't have any transportation figured out, but God damn it, he had a bike. <laughs> so he knew he was going to get there one way or the other. But nice. So he'll be one of our housemates. <laughs> nice. So, yeah, so that's cool. So we're uh, we're ready. We're looking forward to it. Chris, what did you have in your pocket? Well, I kind of got a theory about, about the podcast here. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, shit. Is it a hypothesis and, or a well, theory? Well, you know, it says, uh, and it and it comes from a latter day philosopher by the name of Cliff Clavin. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> he says, well, yeah, you, you know? see, Norm, it's like this. <laughs> a herd of buffalo can only move as fast as the slowest buffalo, and when the herd is hunted, it's the slowest and weakest ones at the back that are killed first. This natural selection is good for the herd as a whole because. The general speed and health of the whole group keeps improving by the regular killing of the weakest members. In much the same way, the human brain can only operate as fast as the slowest brain cells. <laughs> Excessive intake of alcohol, as we know, kills brain cells, but naturally, it attacks the slowest and weakest brain cells first. In this way, regular consumption of beer eliminates the weaker brain cells, making the brain faster and more efficient machine. That's why you always feel smarter after a few beers. <laughs> That's fantastic. And I completely agree with that statement. 
you know, and, that, and that's why the show sounds so intelligent. It does. That's why we. That's why our listeners are among the smartest listeners in the world because they crack them right there with us. And on that same line, last week there was an article about all these zombie cells operating in your body. What? There's all these zo- zombies. They're almost dead. I'm going to go get another beer. Hold on. But they're not <laughs> dead yet. They're waiting a second. Yeah, so, so the scientists say that the way to live a lot longer is that they give you something that kills off all these zombie cells so your body... Uh, your body gets rid of all these zombie cells and it doesn't waste energy keeping these uh, Half dead. mostly dead cells alive and they say that that'll increase your longevity to like 130 years Jesus Christ, I like the sound of that It reminded me of your uh, <laughs> of your article I can't afford no. to live 130 years Yeah, <laughs> no, my yeah your quality of life at 130 years is pretty shit yeah. <laughs> well, And I'd have to work for the first 100 yeah, you know, that's oh. the whole thing. Yeah, you're you know retiring at sixty means fuck all when you're going to live to be one hundred and thirty. Yeah, yeah, that's a tough <laughs> game. Nobody's gonna nobody's gonna be able to spend that. Yeah, that's that's it. But, See, but how drunk do you have to get to kill off those brain cells? Yeah. <laughs> just keep trying, man. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. keep trying. We've all worked at it. I think Saturday or I think Friday night after the motorcycle show, I think I did my best. Oh, Chris showed up, stewed. And then whoa, 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 whoa. No, you were smoked, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I, I put some work in at the show. Yes, no, you did. You no. worked hard. You did. You you spent a lot of time achieving greatness. And then <laughs> and 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 Steve was very proud of me for my photo with the uh, with the rotund black woman. Yes. <laughs> Again, wow. But then. <laughs> Our guests, uh, our friends that joined us from Detroit, they they muscled up and they came to a Mexican restaurant with us. And then we were all leaving the Mexican restaurant. And I was like, okay. I, I said, well, you know, they're in from out of town. You going back to the hotel? Oh, no. We're going to go out and drink. I said, challenge accepted. I said, then we should go to Smedley's. So we went to Smedley's, Smedley's. Oh, no. again. And it was the... And this was the not the ACDC band. This was like the uh, the Air Supply band. No, the early nineties, <laughs> early nineties uh, crap band. And anyway, but so they played. They were playing, and we went in there, and it was moderate. It was okay, and we had a few a few drinks in there, and that was cool. But then I was like, this evening just needs more. Because <laughs> it hasn't had enough. It hasn't yes. had enough. It needs more. And they, of course, didn't have vehicles. Right? So they were Ubering, and I was like, oh, that's yeah. foolish. So we walked over here, and we <laughs> took the Tundra, because it's seat six. Mm-hmm. So we jumped in the Tundra, and we went to Porco. At what time? Midnight-ish. Oh. Yeah. So we Nothing closed Porco. Yeah, we closed Porco. It was really getting really bad. The snow, and like it was piling up. Well, yeah. tell them the announcement that was made at the end of the night at Porco. Which one? When it said, "Oh yeah, that was bad." <laughs> if your name, everybody's got to leave unless your name is Phil Waters. Unless your name is Phil Waters, you have to leave. Because <laughs> the place was, it Phil was. Says, hey, wait a minute, that's me. It was rocking. It was hard Friday, to get a seat. Yeah. It was Friday night, yeah. and the place was doing really well. But when they call it, they call it, and yeah. we're sitting there having a turn on the lights, just and enjoying the shit out of ourselves. And all of a sudden, John got on the mic, that PA system. Mm-hmm. Boy, he was not being cool about it. He was like. If your name is not Phil Waters, you have to leave. <laughs> and I was like, 
He's the boss. Wow. He's the okay. Man. Membership yeah. has its privileges. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and so I told the boys, I was like, yeah, don't, that's not like we're going to live here now. That means we should probably start, finish these. Start prepping. Because I didn't realize it was that time. So I had a bit of a time vortex. And, yeah. then, uh, <laughs> and then they're like, well, I was like, well, where's your hotel? You know, you, you don't want to give an Uber. It's, you know, one thirty in the morning, one forty-five. You don't need an Uber, right? I'll take you to your hotel. I've got a autopilot Toyota Tundra with four goddamn Blizzaks on. Akron, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, they were like, <laughs> yeah, they're like Bagley Road, and I was like, oh, okay, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's not that's practically on the way to Avon Lake. Fucking my house for people who don't live there. <laughs> it's not. Yeah, it's not remotely on the way to Avon Lake. Ninety degrees in the other direction. Yeah, and it was it was probably seven degrees out. And so, yeah, we took him down there, and that was when I realized that the tundra does not acknowledge parking structures. So the uh, the snow was just deep enough that all the little uh, eight or ten inch high concrete parking um, devices, bumpers, yeah, in the red roof in parking riding. lot, yeah, riding, yeah, yeah, riding. yeah. <laughs> sneaky old fuckers, aren't they? Yeah. So yeah, that concrete I, can be really. I got four or five of those under my belt now, <laughs> and just park, just write those on the side of the truck. No, the Toyota Tundra is a fine and noble beast. Got me back to my house. Don't know how it parked itself in the driveway. <laughs> just brilliant. Yeah, fantastic job that thing does. And, yeah, went in and then had to wake up, like, seven minutes later to go to a motorcycle show. <laughs> I got, and I had no patience for anybody Saturday at the show. I got in there fashionably late and and just was like, I'm gonna die. Like, yeah, and I did not feel good for the entire like. You didn't look good. No, I didn't. I felt terrible. Saturday was a bad, bad time for me, and then like we did ten out... miles of bad road. I'll tell you. Well, then that. Saturday night we went out and tried to do it again. Yeah. So I was like, "Fucking these three day runs are killing me." So, yeah, I didn't like I said. What doesn't kill you makes your liver a lot stronger. So that's pretty good. <laughs> makes your liver swell. Oh my god! Yeah. Mm-hmm. So on that note, on that particular <laughs> note, uh, if anybody else has anything else, I think we're going to do mods versus rockers this year. Nobody's nobody's throwing their hat in the ring yet. So I think what we're going to do is either the two weekends that present itself are May eighteenth weekend, which is the weekend before Memorial Day weekend. And then there's the last weekend in June. Those are the two that have no events on them currently. So both of those, uh, and what we're going to do is we're going to ride from here uh, down to Clear Fork Adventure Resort. And oh, that's, that's a the, good idea. Yeah, it is, isn't it? It is. That's a very good idea. So I figure we'll get together at like the crack of 11 or something. <laughs> it's about a two-hour ride if you're in a hurry, and about a three-hour ride if you're on a Vespa. Mm-hmm. And uh, take that ride down there because it's it's what it's exactly what Fresh said it was. You guys should uh, Google <laughs> Clear Fork Adventure Resort. Um, it's fun because on their website or on their Google Maps page, there's a dude about to ferociously eat shit on an ATV. <laughs> oh no! This guy is this guy is literally. One nanosecond away from a mouthful of gravel, <laughs> and this might be our show notes picture. The uh, <laughs> this this dude in his in his completely sleeveless DOT approved yeah. T-shirt <laughs> is about to sacrifice all of the skin on the right side of his body uh. to that gravel trail he's on. 
But so yeah, that's what it is. Clear Fork Adventure Resort, which is a, a disused ski center that still has all the trappings of a ski center. It's just that I, I really hope, and I mean, I, I hope to hell, I fucking, I hope to hell that they're going to let us use the ski lift because that'd just be hilarious. Uh, but yeah, it's monster. It's it's hundreds of acres. It's just huge. And so if we did that, we got together, do a big old ride down there. And uh, when you get down there, you don't even need to bring a tent because you can sleep in a cabin. They got cabins to sleep in. They got bars to drink in. And don't leave the property and get yourself all smoked by a nice big bonfire. And next thing you know, uh, if we get down there by 2 or 3 p.m., there'll still be plenty of daylight to either sacrifice your own motor vehicle to the trails and things. You know, they they have like a little kid's trail in the middle. That would be fine for small wheeled vehicles like scooters and whatnot. And then they have like actual mountain trails that go all over the ski slope. Mm-hmm. And just you know, miles and miles and miles of trails. So you could take those on your scooter too if you're brave. Yeah. You know, and brave's just a question of drinking and all <laughs> kinds of all kinds of adventures have been fueled by whiskey. So yeah. we're we're just saying <laughs> It has a. There's a thing we can do for that. Anything's a dirt bike if you're brave. Do you remember? Yes. G- anything's a dirt that's bike. The that's the. That's the website. Clear Fork. Yeah, Clear Fork Adventure Resort. Yeah. Now, do you guys know Jim Cavillac? Probably. Oh yeah, Waffles. Yeah, yeah. Well, his dog's guy. name is Waffles. Yeah. Yeah, right. tall guy. <laughs> so, his dog's name is Waffles. He started a Facebook page for his dog, who's named Waffles. But everybody starts calling him Waffles, Waffles because he posts everything as his dog. But he's yeah, he's he's affectionately known of as Lurch. Oh no, we call so, him Lurch. So I, I I spoke to him. He he sold his electrical company yes. and and yeah. moved oh, yeah. out to Long Beach. Yeah, and so he sends mm-hmm. me a picture yeah. of his bike, his motorcycle with his bicycle. Yeah, cool. perched on the back of his oh, motorcycle. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've never seen that. Before. Yeah, he, okay. he's he's done so that. He's, he said he rode up to New York for yeah. the Burroughs, the five Burroughs. Bicycle oh, ride really? like that. Like that, with He's, that rig. Yeah. Like with a bicycle. BMW guy? Yeah, Lurch yeah. is a yeah. BMW guy. He's BMW. run around yeah. on vintage BMWs. He's got like an old R50. Yes, that's right. He looks, he looks like, like, he looks like Max three. Headroom that's like a foot taller. He does look like a one foot taller Max <laughs> Headroom. I mean, He's got a four, five, six, seven, and eight head, yep. right? And it goes all the way over the top. Yep. And he's a super nice guy. <laughs> And lately, I'm he's not been wrong. Running. You laugh all you want, but I'm not wrong. Right. Lately, he's been running around in a police sidecar rig, a Harley Davidson cop sidecar rig. Gone. And he sold it. Yeah. yeah. So he sold it, and he did really well with that bike. So I was happy to see he went to the West Coast because he's going to be a lot happier out there. Yeah. And uh, but just he's always been a stalwart scene member for us here in Cleveland. Always yeah. a super nice guy and a lot of fun to hang out and talk with. So yeah, good cat. We hate to lose him, but. Honestly, his spirit animal lived on the West Coast anyway, so it was really weird for him being in Cleveland, I'm sure. So, yeah, tough tough game for us. We lost a good guy, but he's having fun. Yeah. He is, yeah. yeah he's got, he's got no, a good game No stress, going. he says. Rides his bike. I love that whole idea of moving into somewhere that just makes your life easier for you. That's that's just the coolest thing I could wish on anybody. You know, good for him. Oh, Johnny. Oh, John Crone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's exactly it. Uh, so, so the question I had, the reason I brought it up in the podcast, I didn't just bring it up to hear myself, you know, think. Yammer? Uh, yeah. So here's the question. Is that too long? Is 85 miles, give or take, 
too far to have a group ride. Because I don't think so. Like I, To me, our Distinguished Gentleman's ride is way longer than it should be, but that's not even enough of a ride. How long is that? The DGR? It's usually about 55 miles. Yeah. 45, 50 miles. How many people are on uh, Mod's Rockers? Nobody. Because DGR we had... A mountain of people. Yeah, like yeah, mountain of people. That gets so stretched out a lot. It does get stretched out a lot. This right. is probably going to be, we'll be lucky if we mm-hmm. see 45 people. Yeah. Massively lucky if we see 45. I mean, the whole different format, everything's different about the way we're going to run the event. And we've never had a camp out, ever. Well, we did ages ago at my father in law's property. And we had a good time. A lot of people showed up. And we had campfire and all stuff, and people slept in tents. This time, the trip is getting there. The trip is the yeah. ride to it. Because Clear Fork, I mean, that's down, you know, that's Belleville, right? So, Plus yeah. all the fun and games can commence at that place. Fuck yeah! <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Because you get down there, you spend the three hours schlepping down. I think Mods versus Rockers, I'm riding a fucking scooter. That's all there is to it. And I'll do the overland business on a scooter. Uh, I was checking. We can... There's some pretty cool routes that I can get us down there on. Some fun roads that'll be interesting, not just a straight shot. And it's easy for the passport to get down there. Yeah. Well, we can go down 511, which is really fun, you know. So there's some good routes to get down there. And then once you get there... Feats of strength. Well, no, you can... Chris, you can rent a quad. Mm. Uh That's never a good idea. Do you know there's a... (laughs) There are places a Jeep can't go, and for that, you need a rental quad. Uh, yeah. Take out the insurance. It's a fucking rental I'm quad. I'm the shit out of this I think thing. if that thing comes back down the mountain sideways, <laughs> one piece at a time, we're probably okay with it. Yeah. yeah. Insurance is paid. Jeez. So where'd you, where's the quad? Scattered over the bunny hill. Yeah. <laughs> I brought you the handlebars. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. this log nut. Yeah. That's it. Uh, so, yeah, they rent quads. So you can go down there with absolutely no good intentions and absolutely no skill. And uh, apparently, as we've seen by Mr. Muscle Shirt, you got a helmet and a quad. Game on, baby. Now, wait, oh, that does, was a rental. Well, I don't uh, know. If I, it could have yeah. been, right? Does, uh, does Steve still have his... Uh, uh, ambulance? Yeah, oh, ambulance is... Yeah. Oh, that's okay. We so brought. I'm sure the management. Would, I'm sure the manager would love to see it. It's okay. We brought our own ambulance. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's how we roll. Yeah. We're cool. Yeah. Where do you want the helicopter? Yeah. Where do you want the helicopter? You want the helicopter over there? You want the helicopter over there? We have three riding inside, and two we're gonna yeah. drag. When the man, when the mass unit shows up, where's the bar? Yeah. yeah. You're the lactated ringers already hanging. Yeah. From <laughs> you sir need a banana yeah. bag. You've been drinking all night long. Yeah, I already know that because I watched Emergency when I was a kid. Oh, really? Lactated yeah. ringers. Listen, well, yeah. all ringers lactate. Well, I don't even know what it is. That's all they use. Lactated ringers, ringers is a different procedure. <laughs> it hurt. It's tough on the tits. <laughs> yeah, ringers lactate. On the other hand, yeah. whatever it is. Yeah, it's, it's okay. Steve's gonna have it going. <laughs> He'll be milking them all night long. That's right. The uh, next. Ta-da! Yeah. So I think that's, I mean, just for as far as I'm concerned, the idea of anything. Steve says, my, my wrists are getting sore. <laughs> oh. And I did look, and depending on what route we take, there are at least, we can do two refreshment stops on the way there. So we can have two. Is there going to be a side points. bus going down carrying the tents and stuff? I think we'll probably set something up. We'll have somebody volunteer to drive a truck down there to be like, you know, 
courtesy truck, courtesy van or something like that. So for anything people don't want to put. And then uh, McElfresh and I said what we might even do is we might lead a small flotilla of people down there on Thursday just to park. They have a giant parking lot. Just to park things like campers, pickup trucks full of other bikes. Because I might want to ride my Vespa down there, but then have two dirt bikes in the back of my truck. So I can ride my Vespa down there and then ride my dirt bikes around the property. I can take the ambulance down there yeah. and then ride my bike down there and then just throw it in the ambulance. Exactly. Right. Yeah. right. So we yeah. could go down there with six or eight people in a wagon That's train, a put them all in my van and bring them home in the van after we've deposited our no fun vehicles or fun vehicles down there and then have various implements of destruction waiting for us. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. You absolutely have to get, like... Go to a cooking supply store and get yourself a turkey based in syringe or something. <laughs> something that's not going to stab people, just so you can shoot stuff out of it and go, go play Jack Elam all night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there are 18 fluids in the human oh, body, and God. I've tasted all of them. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's I, a pretty I good I wish one. I was going to be here for this one. Because <laughs> I would be. Yeah. Him. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. Captain <laughs> Chaos. Captain Chaos. But that is, I think, I... I, I what are you laughing at, I JJ? think we yeah. need to call him. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I, for a two-day adventure, for a two-day commitment, two days if you're hardcore. Two, two lost days. Two lost days, exactly. Now, what I do have to you remind people is, back. this ain't free. <laughs> the cost of membership is $20. Really? Yeah. So to get into the property, it's twenty bucks. Now, what you destroy of the property is between you and management, but getting on the property is twenty dollars. <laughs> How much does it get off the property? I have no idea. <laughs> that might be the problem. Too, right? Right? If there's <laughs> enough people, we'll have the, bar, the bar will be open. Yes. 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 Yeah. I'm pretty sure the bar if will be now open. Now we no can bring our what. own reward center. That's true. We <laughs> could. Yeah, right. I do agree. So that's kind of what I'm thinking, and I. So we're going to kind of nail it down, but we're not sure it's going to be May 18th, which is the weekend before Memorial Day. And then use Memorial Day as a rain date if May 18th it swamps May's us been out. more like April, though, lately. Well, this has been the weird thing is all of the events have been crammed into September. So everybody wants to have events in September. Nobody's doing anything in May anymore because people all feel like it, that May's too rainy. And Wee. I know, right? So, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so that's what we're dealing with. But if we did do the last weekend in June... I have no problem with that. I mean, it's the weekend before AMA Vintage Days, so I probably would be a little good liver conditioning for me. <laughs> Gotta get my, get, my, get my safety pants on before I... <laughs> right. You don't want to roll into AMA Vintage Days without a good, solid week of training first. Right. <laughs> and so that's kind of the way it's going. And AMA Vintage Days this year is going to be monster. Um, I've already rented the RV, so... Yeah, I did. Who can yeah. pick me up at the airport? <laughs> we all can. A fly number of us. Yeah. I'll fly into yeah. Columbus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Fly into, no, it's Cleveland's easier, actually. Yeah. yeah. Akron Camden. Yeah, yeah I was just going to say, maybe, maybe. They probably fly into there for free. Well, maybe yeah. CAC. They're just happy and to have no, business. Fly into Mansfield. Jump over, 
Well, into Mansfield. from Cleveland Akron, you might be able to jump over to Mansfield. Yeah, yeah. If you're willing to get in a plane that doesn't have wings or I mean, doesn't have doors, <laughs> here's your shoot, Johnny. Yeah. Three and a half cylinder piston engine with a propeller on the front of it. Yeah. It's a Subaru engine. Lycoming, like baby. Subaru. They said it had a Continental motor. I thought it meant a motor out of a Continental. I didn't realize it was a two-stroke. Yeah, yeah that's uh, air-cooled. Yay. But it's got two magnetos, though. It does. It's two of everything. Two of everything. Yeah. That's called redundancy. Yeah. It just needs more airplane. <laughs> yeah. It only has one of the thing it needs most. Airplane. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh... I contacted the guy from the rental RV rental company. And, boy, the list of things I had to lie about... <laughs> staggering. Uh, uh, staggering. He knew who you were, huh? <laughs> I was. I, I saw Bill the, Waters, holy shit. I we got to a, a mark next to your name here, I had pal. to create a whole new identity. <laughs> you know? Was this the same place that rented the Robertson? Uh, no, no, no. A, uh, Robertson, Team Robertson did one of those like RV America, picture uh-huh. of the dog on the side, yeah. Moab, Utah on the other side kind yeah, of yeah. thing. Um, one of those like totally, purely like this camper is. The equivalent of rental bowling shoes, mm-hmm. you know. And he did one of those, and I did contact the company, and I saw their pricing structure, and I was like, well, so there's a company that's basically the Airbnb of RVs. Oh. You have an RV. It's not earning you any money. Oh. It's hmm. expensive. We found a way to put lonely people in touch with lonely RVs. <laughs> it's a match nice. made in heaven. And well, <laughs> I've, I've logged into said company. And so this year, my idea is I don't own a bus anymore, and I don't own any big trailers, so I'm just going to rent them when I need them. Now, we did the motorcycle show. We didn't rent a single trailer, so we're ahead of the game now. Right. I've got trailer budget that we didn't use for the motorcycle show that we can put into the trailer budget for AMA Vintage Days. Um, I will be driving four. Four? Four. The guy named is RV. No, no, its brand name is Thor, and it's a 37-foot-long fun mover, <laughs> Class A, with a two-car garage on the back of it. Oh, it's a toy oh, hauler. It's a toy hauler, yeah. It's a toy hauler that sleeps eight and has nice. two slide-outs, two massive slide-outs, and a full outdoor kitchen and entertainment center with a 46-inch LCD panel. You're taking booking reservations giant awning. Now? Yeah. So that'll sleep 18, apparently. <laughs> Stack them up, baby. <laughs> so it's got bunks on the inside like the Amistad. I mean, it's just a whole, <laughs> just stack them up, man. It's like the, and the Gulf Coast Lave Liner. Yes, it is. It is really please, what it is. Please observe the no moaning sign. Exactly. <laughs> and, and damn it, stroke, baby, stroke. Uh, that, just one Shut up, Toby. The back. That's yeah. it. So, yeah, I've rented that. So we'll have that going for us, which will be nice. The rules are you're not allowed to use the generator more than five hours a night, or they're going to charge you. You have five hours of free generator usage per night. You're not allowed to use the crapper more than twice. No, we are going to destroy that crapper. (laughs) More than that if you know how to disconnect the hour meter. I was going to say, yeah, come on. I don't care who made that generator. Yeah, I don't care who. (laughs) We're not worried about that. But the interesting thing is, the company won't let you. It is absolutely impossible to rent this vehicle without paying for full coverage insurance. 
I very rarely pay for full coverage insurance on anything. So I was a little miffed when I saw that you couldn't have it without, yeah. That's, that's a 2018, but whatever. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a Thor brand. Thor brand fun mover. That's sweet. Damn. That's a good one, maybe. Yeah, it's a big one. Yeah, it's got a big one. So how much is uh, full coverage? Oh, it, it's, it's, like, it's like 30 bucks a day or 40 bucks a day. But the point is, this is the most important $40 a day I'm ever going to spend. Yeah. Because they were like, well, you know, you have an upfront upfront $100 cleaning fee. And I'm like, don't ever do that. If you're thinking about renting something out, do not have a $100 upfront cleaning fee. Because mm. that turns whoever's renting it into don't give a fuck. Yeah, they're gonna. They're, you're gonna lose your hundred bucks. I guarantee it. Ed just took a shit in the corner. That's okay. It's okay. Yeah, there's a spot to spend to charge you a hundred bucks. Exactly. So what's the matter if the so whole don't charge the hundred dollar upfront fee, but have it say very clearly when it comes back, we're gonna charge you accordingly to clean it. And if, if we have to call in, like, in the corner. well, if we have to call in an EPA decontamination team, <laughs> exactly. you could be yeah. on the hook for two thousand dollars. Right? We got blackballed. <laughs> we got to shut this site down. <laughs> Challenge accepted. <laughs> You've only had this thing for four goddamn days, and there's a substance on the ceiling we can't identify. Yeah, it's and it's getting worse. Right? It's getting it's gritty and it's brown. It's growing. It's high in protein. So I don't think there's any. Like doing a hundred dollar, a hundred dollar upfront. We can clean. get our money out of that. Well, you the know cleaning what? fee. I think I might have tipped my hand when the guy said there's a hundred dollar upfront <coughs> cleaning fee, and I went per day. <laughs> like that, like the housekeeper was going to come in. We're well, like to AMA Vintage Days. Somebody from RV America is just going to show up and be like, back the truck up. Because <laughs> you know what? That's something you could pay a hundred dollars for. But no, it's a hundred dollars for the whole tour. Like. Wow, hundred dollars losing his ass. Cleaning on fee. <laughs> oh, it's bonkers, man! It's <laughs> insane. Yeah. So yeah. So we got that going for us, which is nice. Per day. The, uh, yeah. Yeah. Big ass camp on site. And again, my wife says I'm never allowed to buy a camper, and I'm never allowed to buy a boat. Well, you can rent but I can rent them whenever the fuck I want. There you go. Nice. We're gonna rent then the why not? Shit out of this camper. Why not? Yeah, we're gonna rent the crap out. Of here, so <laughs> punish somebody. We're else. gonna rent the axles right off this Literally. thing. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. So we're, we're looking forward to it. It's going to be fun. Yeah. It's going to be a good time. Yeah. And it says, uh, despite the ladder on the back, nobody's allowed to go on the roof. I was like, then you should take the ladder off the back. Right. If nobody's allowed to go on the roof, yeah, take it there shouldn't be a ladder. I think Stefan's allowed on the roof. I'm going to tell you. <laughs> the point is, if you're not supposed to be on the roof, the ladder should be replaced with concertina wire. Yeah, because otherwise, motherfucker's going to go on the roof. Yeah, yeah. You the, can't say NASCAR without some idiot guy getting on the roof of some camper. Yeah, <laughs> and the wire will just nuisance. slow him down for half an hour. It's an attractive nuisance. That's exactly mm-hmm. right. So these campers shouldn't have roofs. <laughs> I'm trying to figure a way to get a keg in my ambulance and have a keg on the outside. Like have a the, oh, you're working way too hard. Yeah, That's yeah, called probable that. cause. That's easy enough. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm just saying if yeah, one of the compartments has to be big enough. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah. one because you have all those service compartments. Yeah, on but the outside. they're all like uh, some of them are too narrow. Like, well, what about cylinders? A six no, barrel. Bullshit. You can fit a six that. barrel. Right. I can plumb that. A six barrel is inefficient with this group. <laughs> yeah, you need to go at least a, a half barrel. You got to be half barrel with this. Girl. And a kangaroo. Yeah. You don't want to waste your time with a six barrel. Yeah, I get it. I understand. Uh, but realistically, when we show Easy up, plumb. Yeah, 
No, I oh, no. I pl- it's the plumbing's not the problem. Who are we talking to? <laughs> if We're this not man, sure. if this man wanted to turn our recycled urine into beer, I could do it. He could do it. <clears throat> yes, and it I might, would feel it might safe be a little drinking. malty though. <laughs> right. yeah. it's a little extra hoppy. The uh, <laughs> house flavors. Mm-hmm. But I'm very see your blood pressure would go down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your brain cells would be cleared yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. But it's exciting to have the idea of having an AMA Vintage Days where we can have our own hotel. Nice. Our own bunkhouse. Mm. That's pretty cool. So yeah. I'm excited about that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, the, the whole thing is just being bring shade. Like bring beer and bring food and bring shade. So like if you can bring a pop-up or an easy up and whatever, how you get there. Yeah, the you know, shade is the most important. Bring a camp chair, yeah. you know, that kind of deal. Any any uh, comments from the misfits of coming to AMA? I think year? they're all coming. <laughs> well, if they're smart, they're all coming. Right. I mean, I, I think we've had two different dosages of misfits over the past couple of years. We've had two different crews coming. Again, Dr. Waters will be in San Francisco the same yeah. time they're here. So it's, we're trading mm-hmm. Dr. Waters for the misfits. So my house will be Seems available legit. for, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Seems legit. <laughs> That's it. The uh, That's so yeah, cool. we'll do the after party at my house and That's stuff cool. as usual. And but yeah, I think that that's the cool thing. And when you got the <laughs> when you got the big old you know toy hauler thing, yeah. So that'll be cool. Yeah, we'll get down there and once again we'll get down there and set up camp and not jump things and not burn things right, and right, not right. fall down and not, not crash things. We'll put a shot collar on Steve Sleepy Cinch and Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dog collars. <laughs> well, I think there should be like seven or eight dog collars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> put them on all kinds of people. The uh but it would be fun. I mean, that's the, that, that's the whole the whole concept is just to go down and be stupid. I'm not going to try to sell a ton of shit. I mean, that's not what we're there for. We're there to have a good time. We're there to just embrace the situation. If we buy nine or ten dumb motorcycles, That'll so be, be it. it. <laughs> wouldn't be the first right. time. It wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> yeah. Let's just hope whatever you buy on Thursday, you can sell by Sunday. Yeah. You know, turn it into an adventure. But yeah, I'm pretty pretty jazzed about it. It's it's fun to get in that point where we're starting to go. What's the thing say? How many days till spring over there? Forty-seven. Forty-seven days till spring. <clears throat> yeah, that's pretty big news around here. It's yeah. been. It's it's been. Oh, wait, did the half the a dozen cold. Oh, that's tomorrow. You'll, the groundhog will. It's tomorrow. Tomorrow's groundhog day. Tomorrow's yeah. groundhog's day. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here! Really? Go. I was going to say a little Poughkeepsie. Yeah. Trust your future to a little fuzzy rodent, but be fine. I wanted to go to that thing, and this is the first year I was going to be able to. Yeah. Until I checked my plants today, and they were all, it's a shit show. I got to go. I got to work so yes, it all is. day tomorrow. <laughs> well, everything's frozen. Well, of I course gotta, it I is. bust everything out. Well, so. Yeah. yeah. But if you're lucky, you'll wait, and it'll all thaw. Yeah, but the problem is, the well, the biology can't wait. Oh, know? the biology can't wait. All yeah, right. it's like. I have, a, I have three, three inches of ice on the top, yeah. and the air can't get through. Oh, the air can't get through the ice. So it's like a big compressed air cylinder, and then the compressors run. Yeah. And then, the actual, then they the fill up, and then they just seize up because Punks the pressure builds up, Punks and they just stop running. You said Poughkeepsie. Sorry, Punxsutawney, Punxsutawney. So you've never been there. You're making shit up as you go along. No, I've never been there. No, he goes to see Poughkeepsie Paul. Totally different road. No, this is the this is the first year I wanted to go Different see scenario. It. He's an emu. They bring him out, and he sees his shadow. Yeah. <laughs> and the guy, so that, the guy that knew the name was the Mexican guy. That's <laughs> figure, figure that one out. 
He's got it, baby. Tony Phil. He's got Tony Phil. Sakipsi Pedro. And I actually was the so the first year I was in in Milwaukee. I went to the town where they filmed the movie. It's in Woodstock, Illinois. Oh, you did? Or the actual key Where they shot out, when they, the they movie shot the movie. Day. The whole thing is in right that square. And, really? Uh, and your life has been fuller ever since? Yes. <laughs> you were like, it's, it's, I I've been living this. the same thing over and over for the last four years. <laughs> so that's Friday, Friday, over and over. Same Friday, over and over again. Over and over and over oh, again. my God. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. So uh, yeah. I, we'll have to see what happens tomorrow, see what Mr. Groundhog says. Sees his shadow or not? Yeah, I'm going to see it. I, really I understand. Yeah, let, I let, understand. Let me know if uh, just next don't go year to Poughkeepsie. Go. I'm, I'm no. for that. It'll be Sunday. <laughs> go see year, Poughkeepsie right? Paul, Paul the Gopher. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kill all the, if I kill all the gophers, you're going to lock me up and throw away the key. <laughs> don't drive angry. Fuzzy corner. Don't drive angry. Don't drive angry. Fucking don't drive angry, man. Here, gopher, gopher, gopher. <laughs> the Groundhog Day and Caddyshack should be remade as a joint movie. <laughs> So every morning oh. the guy wakes up <laughs> and has to kill the gopher. <laughs> every morning he wakes up, has to kill the gopher. Every single day. Yep. Yep. And Chevy Chase. And he's in both movies. Right. Exactly. Oh yeah, well, that's the that's the, the ultimate mashup. Yeah. I approve of that. Start the fan fiction now. Um, on that, I got anything to do. We'll see if I can get this dropped tomorrow. Uh, anybody else got anything else for the podcast? No, I think it's time to ride fast and take chances. Push the button.